Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. podcast about musical theatre. Surprise! I'm your host, it's me, KB, and at the table today we have... Julia Eisendrager! And... Zancy Weber. And we're turning <laughs> for a second round... Joel O'Brien! Hey, Joel! Hello! Welcome. I wasn't here the first time you are on the show, so I'm very excited. I'm really excited. You know I like you so I much. Like you so much! Yay. We're going to have so much fun. Sorry, Julia. <laughs> 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 I, I also like you guys who are here every week. I just, I forget to tell you sometimes. <laughs> Wait, put that finger down. Um, Joel, because we already know you. Yes. We are not going to do a getting to know you quiz. That would just be silly. Of course, because you already know me. Because we already know you. Yeah. And we don't want Zane to sing the song again because Miranda's not here again this week. So, <laughs> But do you know what we have prepared? What have we prepared? What have you prepared, Julie? Really? Getting to cast you. <laughs> Ooh, I- far too pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Which means we get to go around the table and cast you in a show. Ooh, I'm getting judged again, just like real life. Let's do this. Guys, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got the Mac Daddy yeah, go of ahead. all Mac Daddies. I would like to see you as Willy Wonka from Charlie and the Top of Factory. Okay. No, I can do that. I've, I've actually done it, but I haven't done like the, the show, but I've been in it for like other like promotional stuff. So I've had to do like the, the funny walk and the role and like, hey, I'm here. It's very great. So what you're telling me is I'm great at casting. You're very great at casting. It was great. <laughs> I absolutely despise being it at the time, but... But if you're getting paid to do if it I'm getting, like, If I'm getting paid more to do it, there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll take me. it. I'll, t- I'll take Willy Wonka. Yeah. yeah, I just see it in my in my womb, my in casting your... womb. Your casting womb. It's the eccentricities and like you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what mm-hmm. about you, Zane? I have two. You have two. Ooh, you have wow. Two. They're very different. Okay. Do you want the vanilla one or the sexy one first? <laughs> oh, sexy one. And the MC. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Beautiful. Yes. I had a feeling you were going to go with I that would one. Watch I'm the really excited. As a person, I think you're a perfect mix between Joel Gray and. Uh, Alan Cummings. Alan Cummings. Yes. I just got pointed at it again. Oh because God. you said it last week. <laughs> Best compliment yes. ever. Week. What's the vanilla one? Uh, Freddie from My Fair Lady. Aww. Aww. Sweet. Okay. That's Very n- vanilla, but I think Freddie's an underrated character in that show. I honestly thought you were going to say something from You're in Town. Really? Mm. I didn't. It's not a Bobby. No, I wouldn't not be a, a Bobby. Harry. No. Maybe you could be a Fip. Maybe you could be Fip. Is Fip the assistant? Fip is one of the senator. Senator Fip, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does my yeah. acting chops do that? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Perhaps. you should grow some yeah. grow some chops, chops as I've got the mustache at the yeah. moment, the mustache. It's quite glorious, um, I know. You, and what about no you, KB? What about KB? I would cast you as Monty Navarro in a very <laughs> gentleman's guide to love and murder. <laughs> I was actually watching the um the Tony Awards um thing of that. It's just yeah. performance. It's Absolutely to die for. I don't know the musical very well, but I, I know that scene. I was like, I really want to like not listen to the musical at all because I've like I've listened to part parts mm. of it, but I want to experience it whenever I get the yeah. chance to see it. I think you would um, be very good as Monty. Well, thank you very much. Mm. I think you could also pull off the dice with so yeah, yeah, the whole family. I would love to see you with the dice. Oh yes, family. and that's yes, I would yes. love to do that because that's just. 
yeah, physical that, acting that, that for is the gods. Fantastic role. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look how quick that was, guys. I don't think we've ever done a man, 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 man. Someone eminently He's castable. Just, yeah. <laughs> Talent castable. Let's just revel in our own glory guys. while we take a break, guys, and we'll come back with the show that you have brought us today, which is hair. Amazing. Yeah. Now, Joel, you have done hair before, right? I have, yes. Mm. So you would know lots of things about hair. Yes, I know a, a, a bit of stuff. When I was researching this, I was going through – I did it in university, mm-hmm. which is quite problematic now like with the source material. We've, <laughs> we, we toned it down, obviously, mm-hmm. basically because we don't want to get um, people in trouble for certain things. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was going through all the notes um, that I had and just – Going through them, I was like, okay. I was one of those, when I was at uni, I was very much that, okay, let's take all the notes and make it as detailed as possible. I'm looking at it now and I'm just like, okay, I don't like this person at all. Um, as in you don't like the person you were or well, the, the character the that, that, you that, were I was, that I was. No, I love the character that yeah, I was. Okay. I, would played, um, I played Wolf, who is the, uh, he is the, uh, the grower and he's kind of eccentric and um, stuff like that. That was the one role in university. It was like, okay, I don't know much about about musicals but I know I want to play that role and it's the one role that I was like okay cool I got it sweet and it was all downhill from there (laughs) I still learn stuff I got the degree peas get degrees guys peas do get degrees and for those of you not in Queensland and are like what does that mean it means that you get a pass pass, yes (laughs) yes if you pass and you you still get the degree you still get the piece of paper (laughs) and the debt um (laughs) Anyway, yes. some of the fun facts that you've discovered about hair in the course of that or in now. In that stuff, well, what I'm like, going for the fun facts for these guys, I found that obviously in the production and learning of such stuff, it was very much very much experimental. Yes. Um, like the, the two co-writers, I do believe it was uh, James Rado and Jerome Ragney, mm-hmm. I do believe how, how you pronounce it. Um, they basically came together on a show was, which was a complete flop, which was uh, Hang Down Your Head and Die, which ran for a total of one performance. <gasps> That's uh, one very... of those, those special musicals. <laughs> and I was trying to find some more information about that, but there's nothing on there. The title like, says it all. Don't yeah. worry about it. But I was like, well, how did it flap so badly? Anyway, um, obviously the friendship of um, Rado and, and Ragney, um, it pursued and they were like, hey, it was set in the 60s, of course. And so mm-hmm. they um, got together and they continued writing stuff and experiencing stuff um, in Central Park. Yes. That's what they were, they yeah. were looking All at. All of their hippiness in yeah. Central Park. And both of them being, they saw themselves as hippies and they mm-hmm. tried to experience it and they wanted to be like, hey – you can record this, guys, and you can say, like, this is what the literature is about, but let's, you know, put it on stage so you, so the future generations can experience it rather than just, you know, oh, this is reading it and this is what happened in 1964 and 1967 yeah. and it's all very boring and very serious. Um, yeah. It is very boring and very serious. Very it's serious. Until everyone's naked, it means nothing. It means yes. nothing. If you had to, like, mm. elevate a pitch this show and, like, do a very quick synopsis or rundown. <laughs> I'm going to put storyline in inverted commas. Sto- yeah, storyline. Storyline. Well, okay. How would you describe it? A psychedelic experience mm. set with uh, rock and music vibes mm-hmm. um, with political themes. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it really is a protest musical. It is, yeah. yes. Yeah. Like you say political themes, but it is pretty much all about – the ideology behind hippies yeah. and hippie culture and counterculture and how it opposes specifically the Vietnam War and, and war. the American establishment. So, so is it like just take the rally scene out of Forrest Gump and you got it? Imagine <laughs> imagine uh, <laughs> La Viva Wem from Rent. Oh, but, I don't want to. But that's <laughs> I the, hate Rent. But, but then the a whole, whole musical of it. So it's just kind of. It gets of, better, I suppose. I it's do like Flavie Bowen in Rand. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> listing all the things that they stand for and that they find important and making songs about them. All right. Yeah. So it's on board. Plot is very light. Uh, yes. It's plot light. Um, but the two writers song are hip. basically stand ins for the. The two main characters. Well, yes. yeah, they wrote it for themselves. The yeah. original production, Burger and Claude, they played yeah. those characters. Yep. Um, it was, yeah, very good. Um, 
Another fun fact that I would say, the um, composer for it, which is, I do believe, I don't have it in my notes right okay, here. Philip, 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 Philip. Gold McDermott, he yes. was the composer for it and he yeah. won a, uh, a Grammy Award in 1961 for American Waltz. Yeah. He was a, the complete juxtaposition of um, Ragni and uh, Rando. Yeah. Um, he was, like, not a hippie at all. No. He had not heard of it, heard of a hippie until... The, they pitched it to him and was yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Um, Imagine yeah. a world where you haven't heard of a hippie. No. That's fun. And he was like <laughs> married with children. Yeah. yeah. A house that he owned. Like it was all very <laughs> like structured. He was living the dream and then these yeah. two people were like, yeah, cool. But I found it really interesting in that it was like a kind of like an Elton John and his writing partner thing in the beginning where they would write the lyrics and send it yeah. to him and he would write the music to it. And I was, uh, that blows my – because I'm like, how are, you, how are you not in the room where it happens together? Like <laughs> – you know? The amount of anxiety I would have is being like, here's all the, the lyrics, all the music, and then giving it to somebody else. The amount of anxiety I would have to be like, okay, what if they, what if they touch my baby and they ruin it? Or <laughs> uh, conversely, like, nah, the or stuff you have is complete crud. Yeah, yeah, or if you write the lyrics hearing one thing and you get the complete opposite of what yeah. you want. Like, I feel like that would be such a weird kind of experience. But do you write the lyrics and with like a, here's what I feel? I maybe that's what happened. That it was just like verbal vomit on paper and it didn't actually matter what the sound <laughs> of it was. Yeah. Um, but it ran for a really long time. When yeah, it for the, the Broadway. I do believe it was like a 1,700. 1,700 on Broadway, yeah. 1,900 in London. And oh, only really? because the theatre burnt down, right? Yeah. Or the roof collapsed. But not, not only that, it had um, concert at, this, at the same time, had yeah. I think there were seven. Worldwide uh, productions, production. in, no, just in the US. Oh wow! And then there are other ones around the world as well. I um, for me, the bit like the big thing it was um, Diane Keaton was in the original Broadway cast. Diane Keaton, yeah. the front <laughs> yeah. man who was in the original LA cast, Meatloaf, Meatloaf was, and I love Joe Mantegna. If you guys watch Criminal Minds, he was like the original yep. lead of Criminal Minds. Stop yeah. it. Um, Reg Livermore, John Walters, and Marsha Hines were the Australian production. Um, Elaine Page and Tim Curry and Richard O'Brien were in the West. Like, there's been some big names Blowing. in this show. Tim Curry and Richard O'Brien. That's <laughs> where they met. Mind. Yes, and before Rocky Horror, and that's where they went on to do Rocky. Yeah. Horror. Yeah. From that. How crazy. Um, there, I also, uh, for me, the, there was no nudity in the off-Broadway mm. productions of the show. It wasn't until Broadway yeah. came up and they had a new director come on board that was like, now nah, we're going to give it the green light. Well, they wanted the that, new director yeah. to do it because he was very much experimental for those guys yeah. and yeah. had a lot of nude stuff in the plays. But it wasn't until, I think, they were seeing a protest but of, um, I think it was, it's a dispute between like war protest or like a land protest that they were trying to find. And they these two guys. strange guys just basically yeah. got naked. It wasn't like, no. it wasn't like a sexual thing. It was like, a, yeah. Yeah. this is what we're doing and you can't stop it. It's a way to, you know, uh, the... Mm. The police to yeah, back off. A, yeah, I don't want to touch. Yeah, don't touch. Yeah, don't touch. What else have I found in my research? I liked that um, it kind of got a big overhaul before it went to Broadway. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Now I before before we started recording, I oh, did say here it is. Oh, uh -oh. I did say that I you know had a, you had a thing. I know something yeah. about the original cast that none of you will okay. Know. Okay, I didn't it know it was cast. I thought you just had a thing. And I and you've been listing Guys. off cast. Yeah. And I was thinking that you were. I was about trying, to say it. No, trying that to you were trying to, you. to get get in front. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was a cast. Guys, go, get go, ready for go. me to be like, I knew that. I won't have no. <laughs> I'm like, come on, don't hit us. I'm really excited. So I'm it so wasn't nervous. the original Broadway or the original off Broadway. It was when they were in the uh, the nightclub. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, what was the nightclub? Uh, the called? Cheetah. Yes, the yeah. Cheetah. It was. The first paid acting gig for Whoopi Goldberg. What? Really? This was before she was Whoopi no, Goldberg. It wasn't. This was this was she was paid on Broadway and she was spending all her money on drugs. And then she this is when she hit her rock bottom. She got fired from the production. She was <gasps> the only first person ever to be fired from the production. <gasps> and that's when she became Whoopi after Dane, that. Dane, I said it before, I will say it again. You know everything. <laughs> I know. Say that. But he does. I, he does. That's what makes this, this if podcast we did so our great. Homework, you know what happens when you Google Whoopi Goldberg hair? <laughs> you just get a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> Of course you do. <laughs> You gotta put hair the musical. Hair the musical. Hair I will the say musical. it's also not on her Wikipedia. No, I found no. this out listening to um, <laughs> Imagined Life, which is a podcast where they 
take someone and they take you back through the unknown parts of their life. <laughs> and Whoopi's Whoopi's went through her hair. Imagine days. life. Imagine life. Got her hair, hair, her hair, the musical <laughs> there is days. Eight million results. <laughs> They're all about her dreadlocks. <laughs> Um, it got an overhaul when it yeah. went to Broadway. Yeah. Thirteen, thirteen new songs. Thirteen new songs. It had like the, the one of the most iconic pieces for the, for the yeah. overhaul, which was "Let the Sunshine." Let in. the sunshine in. Um, they More had the reached number one, two, three, and four on the Billboard Top yeah. Forty at that time, which is crazy. And "Let the Sunshine In" was the number one song in the world in mm. 1969. Like that musical almost didn't have that song, and yet. What two years later, it's the number one song in the world, and they wanted the to put the song in just to make it more uplifting Happier. at the end. Yeah. Which, if you go to the end of the musical, really isn't until like maybe like when they do the song again at the like everyone comes up and we do the dance at the end. Yeah, but, yeah, but we'll get to to the plot later. Yeah, <laughs> for me, um, it kind of sits in the same boat. Um, this is gonna offend some people, but for me, it, it sits in the same boat as Cats does in that I can appreciate where it sits in canon and what it did for musical theatre. Um, I like it better than I like Cats, uh, but I find it difficult to listen to. And that I like, I appreciate that it's kind of established the rock musical genre. Mm. It um, it politically was it was a statement at the time. Um, I don't know if it has aged as well as they had hoped. That it would, um, but I don't even think they were thinking about that when they wrote it, though. Yeah. No. But do you do you write a musical for like you know we're gonna write it here and now, or you're gonna write it for future generations? Yeah. yeah I mean, we yeah. last week we. Uh, <laughs> I mean, last episode. There's a cat in a box. And I just got <laughs> so excited about it. I I would disagree with you, KB. I think this musical. Um, is something that you can't just listen to. It is about the presentation of this culture and this time I have not seen it live where I have seen Cats live, so that's why I'm like adamant (laughs) I don't like it. Um, But I am happy to see a production of Hair to have experienced it Mm -hmm. and see what that kind of like. And I definitely think Hair is is one of those musicals that could be updated in a way to make it reflect what, they were saying then, but about what we know now, now. Um, particularly the anti-war, anti-consumerism, environmental, uh, environmental stuff. Yeah. Like I know musically they did the same, a similar thing for the 2009 revival, yes, yeah. um, but I'm not too sure about what they did, you know, structurally to change it. Cause I know there was so many different revisions and yeah, that's yeah. one of the views of revival. So you can yeah. put your own spin onto the thing. And I appreciate, I guess it, that's where it like pulls apart for maybe something like rent for me is that people are willing to revise it. And change it if they need to. Mm. Um, I also didn't know <laughs> that it broke box office records in Australia at the time, but <laughs> the cast album was not allowed to be played here in Queensland because that of the language. That sounds about right. Yeah, no, Queensland is is a is famous Very for its conservative uh, state. <laughs> <laughs> Queensland for its liberal ways. Yes, and Don't. New Zealand, but Queensland, like shock, like for it all to be in. Just our state. I was like, mm. come on, guys. <laughs> Calm down. It's not that bad. I mean, it's not that bad. Um, I mean, but for the time. For like, the time. It was very it was transgressive. And very controversial. Yeah. Like mm. it, it literally pushed all the buttons of things you can't say <laughs> yeah. in public. The drugs about sex, yeah. about gender, about race, about politics. Yeah. About relations as well. Yeah. It, yeah. it was literally going through and Checking off a list. Yeah. yeah. And some really nice, uh, like, strong casting and interracial casting where everyone's, like, equal. There was mm. no character that... Yeah, so like this, this, this one, this musical is credited with being the first truly um, desegregated yeah. cast. Mm. One third of the cast were people of colour mm-hmm. and... They were. They weren't playing servants, or no. no. They were treated. They were yeah. telling people of color's story. Yeah. Um, the sixty-seven. That's this, impressive. Yeah. 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 So, well, before this, it was Showboat and Porgy and Bess, Porgy and yeah. which were specifically yeah. African American musicals that had white people in them. In them. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one was specifically desegregated, and so that's kind of the milestone for yeah. that as well. Which is awesome. Uh, any other things we want to say before we move on to lessons we um, learned? 
Yeah, going back to what we were saying about uh, when it was running for all the time, I know in Mexico they had a um, an astrologer. Uh, her name was Maria. Um, I'm going to butcher the name. Um, Cromier. Do it. Don't worry. We Cromier. butcher names all the time. I know, but I get, yeah. <laughs> I get nervous. We do. Um, so they didn't actually pick uh, an opening date in Mexico and actually got shut down by the government. <gasps> Um, and it was not, she wasn't, the astrology was like very much like, you can't put her on this date. Um, she was not pleased with the dates, um, for the Boston opening as well, but she's basically stated, and I quote, Jupiter will be in opposition, um, to naughty Saturn and the show opens the very day of the sun's eclipse. Terrible. Um, but there was no astrology, like, there was no yeah. safe time to open it. So it just didn't open in Mexico. I was like, okay, That's cool. Hilarious. Which I'm like. How to have like that power because obviously it talks about the stars and talks yeah, about yeah. Um, yeah. religion and all that stuff there. Yeah, and then having the opening a song is Age of Aquarius, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, like they, they talk about you know different star signs and how um, uh, different characters have to be a certain star sign. Yeah, um, I yeah. think uh, I think uh, Berger has to be a Leo, um, Sheila is usually played by a Libra or a Capricorn, um. Yeah, but however, the original burger was a Virgo, and then like the, the importance of this, and they actually had like a like a show astrologer for it. I find it baffling. Um, they were like Gemini's can't be anywhere near the yeah, Gemini's <laughs> Cancer, Gemini. forget it. Like <laughs> Sagittarius, Sagittarius, get out. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Theatre is full of fire signs. <laughs> <laughs> fire signs. They want to be seen. More about me, please. please. Well, that's great. I love it. I hope you've learnt lots and lots about hair before we we tell you what we learnt about hair. But let's before like, we go on, oh, more, oh my days. more stuff to go on. No, no, no. This not even th- things we've learnt. This is an opinion. Ooh. I just I always like to ask, what's your favourite song? Oh, what? hang on. I oh. let me get the list up. I have my favourite song. I definitely <laughs> skip a lot of things. So my favourite happens to be. I was actually listening to it and I. Um, was going through the, the original, the cast, oh, the, the revival cast version. That's my yep. favorite wo- version. Um, it has to be going down with Burgo, and he's just like, "I'll get kicked out of school," and it's just like he puts himself to Lucifer, and just the way it works and the way um, uh, the call and response goes for the um, uh, the uh, ensembles are sing as well. I remember I, I, it brings a specific. Um, emotion for me when I did it. Yeah, I was yeah. sitting here being like, did it, did it, did it, and like we're on the ground and doing stuff, and that kind of is like the quintessential what summarizes it for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm I'm very traditionalist. I just really love Aquarius. I I know also what I hate. do love Aquarius, a, but I love as Aquarius. An Aquarius. I will accept your praise. <laughs> I Thank also you very much. I don't think I'd heard. Is it man like the Manchester the English? Manchester England? Yeah, yeah. one. In my previous listening to this <laughs> album, until this time round, I was listening to the, the anniversary, the West End mm. anniversary cast recording, and I was like, "Has this song always been in this show?" <laughs> so it's the one that stands out at the moment because I was just like, "You know which one I baffled like the least? Which one? Which one? Hair. <laughs> it's awful. Oh, my neck is still feeling about hair." <laughs> Like, oh, never again. I'm, I'm <laughs> not about it, hey. Did you grow – everyone had to grow their hair everyone out? Everyone had to grow their hair yeah. out. So basically I was sitting there many years ago. Um, many <laughs> years ago. I use in quoted comments because it's a, it's an audio measure, um, medium here. Like like down to like my, my, my neck here and just like thrashing it as much as possible. Yeah. Just a short um, bob. Just a short bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had like what? Three months to grow it, and that was it. It's because then we the show before we did was um was carousel, so we had to be print and proper and all that because we had to be sailors. Um, very nice, yeah, very nice. Um, what's your Couldn't favorite song, Jane? Aquarius. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, look, we're learning lots of things, but I think we should be more specific about the lessons that we've learned from here. Have I learned uh, with the experimental theatre, I never really thought about doing that in a musical context before mm. um, in that they improvised a lot of stuff. There was lots of uh, people playing multiple characters in the same scene. Mm. Um, and you go over the script and you see like, there's, there's call-outs from everywhere. Yeah. So like there's like some people who like have like maybe three lines in like different areas because they yeah. like basically wrote it down from improv and just did it line for line. Yeah. Very... Um, uh, uh, chorus line when uh, what's his name breaks his leg uh, or something. Um, 
oh, that yeah. guy. That guy. That guy. Oh, yeah. I, yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one in a chorus line. But, you know, the scene. You know, the Bobby? scene. The, no. Is it Bobby? It's not Bobby. No, it's not Paul. 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 Yeah, Paul. 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 I did it. Paul. Paul. <laughs> Just regaining what we're doing. Yes. I had never thought about, I guess, devising musical theatre before. I, 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 like in that kind of communal ensemble mm. way. Yeah. So that I found that really interesting to learn on this one. Because I was like, why don't we do that more often? Uh, because the process is much different now. Yes. Like you could pro- it's true. The, I think the headspace that everyone was in at that time is definitely had this communal this communal situation that just doesn't exist now. Like and I think <laughs> But there's lots that's of devised theatre. Absolutely, there is. But this wasn't this is a voice of a counterculture. Yeah, that's true. And they had the resources of this entire counterculture to call on when it comes to things like the representation of Abraham Lincoln, when it comes to all all the things that they have to say. Whereas I think with the internet now, people with these things to say will say them elsewhere. I don't think musical theatre is going to be the place that it emerges. And I think... There are other mediums for it. Yeah, I think there there are easier ways for people to be heard than through musical theater and I don't That's think true. I don't think that there there has been a counterculture like it like since. like the hippie movement yeah. since yeah um and I think Which that's is kind of sad. and like uh, I think that has a lot to do with like globalization and exactly what they're fighting against yeah, <laughs> yeah. and there was um, sorry guys <laughs> they were very universal in what they didn't like it was essentially what the man was yes. and yeah. it was kind of you know, everyone had the same opinion, but now it, because it's, you know, we've come from a culture now where there's so many different backgrounds yeah. to go for. And um, I've lost my train of thought. Um. Well, <laughs> it'll come back. It'll come back. Well, I, I will say that that message wouldn't end up on music in on Broadway now because Broadway is that establishment. Yes. Yeah. In the 60s and 70s, Broadway was counterculture. Yeah. It wasn't this big money Yes. Uh, big uh, mill factory churning mm. out um, musical theatre. It was a, a voice. And I guess Off-Broadway is also going in that direction too in that yeah. you, mm. you very rarely get something that goes against the norm completely. Yeah, broad, wants to Off-Broadway is just a stepping stone yeah. to, Broadway. to Broadway. Yay. Uh, any other lessons, guys, I'm assuming, since that was only one <laughs> so far? <laughs> I learned that there could be nudity. In musicals, that's what hair brought to me as a relatively young person. Yeah, it was wasn't like, the oh. first. Oh, Calcutta yeah. was. Yeah, mm. but I didn't know and still don't know what that is. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Calcutta. <laughs> it's a Simpsons reference. No? Okay, never mind. I got it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank has, you, I, I was never allowed to watch The Simpsons as a child and have not got into it as an adult. So. I knew that about you. Yeah, I knew that about you. And now um, everyone knows And now everyone knows okay. it. Yeah, we're on a podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, like, going back to the nudity, it's also using it not as a sexualized yep. way, but as a protest. Yeah. And, like, there are other nonviolent ways to, you know, tackle an issue. Yeah. Um, I often get nude in protest to having my clothes on. <laughs> Outside in public? Outside in public? <laughs> Mostly in my house. <laughs> Mostly. But the public's invited if they want. <laughs> she doesn't close the blinds, guys. She doesn't close the blinds. <laughs> I'm doing some research today. I found out that we are currently in the age of Aquarius. Wow. Yes. For about the next 200 years. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. I, like th- I think it switched over in 97. To the age of Aquarius. It's good to know that we won't be alive in like the year of Pisces. Yeah, no. (laughs) Who wants to live in in the age of Pisces? That sounds (laughs) awful. You know what would be worse? The age of Cancer. The age of Gemini. Hey, Um, as a Cancer, I I, I find it very (laughs) offensive. I'm a Gemini. There we go. There we go. That's the correct (laughs) answer. (laughs) Missed that bullet. What other lessons have we learned from here, guys, before we start offending all of our listeners? (laughs) I'm sorry. Love you guys. We're doing hair. (laughs) (laughs) It's supposed to be somewhere. We only really care about the Aquarius listeners. Yes. Aquarius listeners, you're the best. Zane. Um, (laughs) Who knew that Zane was racist? About horoscope. I know. <laughs> Everyone horoscope pitch. Yeah, sure. Everyone should be. Like, you know you have your clashes. Yeah. Steer away from them. Equality is something I learned. <laughs> did, did this Good. one this teach you hair. about equality, did it? <laughs> no, but you I were just a terrible thought I person. would <laughs> pick it up so that we could just 
can so you can continue and moving on. You saw hair before you saw hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. I, I do. I will say, like, the hair is a great time capsule for the hippie movement. Yes. It yeah. does tell you exactly what they were thinking at that time. Um because I listened to the 2009, I also listened to the uh, the original Broadway and even the differences there in how they're presenting it, like the original Broadway had so much more to say because yeah. it wasn't just the way that they were saying it. It was like, please listen to this message. But they were also living it. Yeah, and that's what Every- I mean. Like, this is our lives presented on stage for you hmm. with music. Which I think is what I kind of have the problem with in – bringing it back over and over because I don't think we can fully understand the scope of it. And so it kind of starts getting a bit just like dreamy. Like it's just a I, the ideal if, of what if, we thought the yeah, movement was Yeah, if you look about. at it as a scope of like through the scope of this was 1969, but all, everything that they're saying, consumerism, anti-war, race relations. Yeah. It's every, still relevant. Yeah, it's super relevant it's and relevant. becoming more relevant. Yeah. Um, now, so yeah, I think it's just a matter of looking through it through the lens of not like that was then, as into like where have they gone and why aren't these people here now, or where are they? Where where are where is it? Where is and our hippie movement? Fifty years on, we're still trying to fight the same stuff. Yeah, it's also you know beneficial to look at you know the stuff that that happened in the past, so you can like you know learn from the mistake and try and find different angles to, you know, I guess what I'm saying is like, I wish I, w- I had a hippie movement that I could join. Well, we can start one. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> really leaning more into the violent bloody revolution. Um, and no, you're not. not. <laughs> you're moving into the moving away. You're like, mm, this country sucks. I'm a jump ship. I w- I was yeah, but where would you go? Sweden. New Zealand. He's going to New Zealand, KB. <laughs> yeah, but apparently New Zealand is not all as great as we apparently think it is. But it's I'm also talking to all of the New Zealanders that yeah. I know. <laughs> but everyone is going to New Zealand at and the it's, moment. It's sparsely populated, so I can stay away from people. What about Canada? Guys, I was just <laughs> We should move to we Canada. We should go to Canada. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Bye, guys. See you Bye. later. <laughs> no. Great podcast, guys. We're out. No. <laughs> I'm just going to be sitting here by myself. <laughs> Before we get on a super tangent, any other lessons that we've learned specifically from hair? Okay. It has a whole song about sodomy. The end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have from like yeah. what that meant. Pardon? I think I might have learned what sodomy was. Yes. I know when I was researching it, when I first did, because I sung that song, then I learnt what it was about. I was <laughs> very sheltered until I learnt this. I was like, oh, okay, great, awesome. Um, I was like 12. I don't know how you old <laughs> when I, when I No, when I did this song in my university, when I was in my Aww. early 20s. You're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel like talking about age on this podcast is just like getting so many dead eyes from people. And I'm like, okay, No, please. it's fine. We're all old. It's all we're getting there. But I, I will just go through <laughs> a, li- a list of songs that are very specific about the, the lessons they teach. I'm black. I ain't got no. I believe in love. Uh, easy to be hard. Don't put it down. Uh, uh, black boys, white boys. Uh, uh, what a piece of work is man. Like mm. the, all, all these songs have a very specific message that even if you knew that beforehand, yeah. now you have a song that you can sing when you're angry about racism. The world yeah. in general. <laughs> Here's Coloured Spade. Here's Ain't Got No. Here's yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think, yeah, they definitely had They had some very specific messages that they needed to get across. So and why not just throw it in your face? What I'm saying is just uh, message received. <laughs> Let's let's be hippies. Anything else, guys? Done doing that. Taking my time. Yeah, but I just I I really like being clean. <laughs> you can be you clean, can be clean and be a hippie. You're not allowed to shave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's about doing what you want to do and like going against them. And you can do it, you know, physically oh, and okay. also, you know, um, invertly as well. Um, again, that's a message you can learn. It's like yeah. you can take it as much as you want, especially, uh, for example, the, the for the stage version of the nude scene, not everyone got naked. Like it was do it, you do it up until how much you want to do this. And that's kind of... Is this where you were, when you were in it? No, this is it's for the, this is, this is for the oh, original right. Broadway production. I was um, going to say takes a glove off. Takes, takes take, one glove off. I would be like, and KB walks off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, pe- people did that as well. Yeah. And like that's, but it's also like you're allowed to do that, and that 
is a message that's the, within that's itself. That's the mentality. Yeah, of that's the, the mentality. Show. Like you do it as much as yeah. you want. If you want to go f- like free, full. completely full born, go yeah. ahead. I mean, I wish I had to was able to do that because I was doing a uni production, and at the time there was another university. I don't remember. There was a, a little controversy with somebody with nudity towards it. Right. Um, we just like, nah, you can't do it at all. I, we did it for like one preview for people who wanted to do it. I was one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then the director was like, no, you can't do this at all. I'm so sorry. And it's oh. like, we, like, we'll get in trouble for this. You're and like, then like, it's too late. My top's off. <laughs> <laughs> My top's off? I mean, <laughs> once, once the show's on, if you get your clothes off, no one can stop you if you're on stage. Baby, <laughs> I was really scared about getting a bad grade. More so about yeah, getting naked. Baby. If you're doing a university course, they can easily fail you. You've just given me the best slash weirdest mental image of people on stage that are fully, like, top half, fully clothed, completely naked bottom half. We had flesh-coloured underwear. That was the compromise. And, like, we were backlit. Wait, so you literally had a top on and no pants on? Yeah. I had like I had this poncho um, way, and like it was all flowy and whatnot. It comes down to my knees. Took Wait, that off. Wait, have I seen that poncho? Yes, that's the one that we do. So <laughs> um, when we do it for twenty four hour, when we have like yeah. we go over all it, and oh, that is the exact costume that, that I wore. Um, <laughs> all right, okay. All lessons, right. We've, anyway. lessons we've learned about yes. Jog. We're going to keep talking about this while we play you some music. <laughs> Important question, guys. I mean, Zach Efron, we want to see nude, right? So he's definitely in the show. As anyone who wants to be. I had a feeling this was going to come to this. <laughs> <laughs> but who else would we cast? He can play whatever character he wants, but who would we cast in the in the, mm. our dream cast of hair? I mean, I was always a big fan of the Revival Burger and Claude, which is... Gavin Creel? Yes. I'm with you. Yum. I'm like, absolutely. I don't know who played the other one. Um, give us one Yummy. second. I wrote it down Yum. hastily when I was coming here. Um, um, Will Swenson as Burger. Will Swenson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I was also looking for other people to look for the, the rest of the cast, of course. Yeah. Um, and I would actually like to see, where is it? So, do you know? Um, Got to butcher the name again. Um, <laughs> Dakari Montgomery. So he was um, mm-hmm. he was in the the revival of the Power Rangers. He's in Stranger Things oh, yeah. as the guys. Yeah, I would like to see him as either as he the guy from Perth. I th- Is he Australian? I th- yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just like. I don't know how to do singing voice at all, but like aesthetically would like to see him as either burger, but I also think he could do like woof as well. Cause I want to yeah. see that, 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 that kind of like uh, diminutive personality come through with, you know, the light and area side for him. Yeah. Yeah. I'd chuck Leslie Odom Jr. in there. Yeah. Again, Stop. as whoever he wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> just Honestly, be whoever. Yeah. It's called the tribe. I think you just create an ensemble yeah. and whoever comes out, yeah, comes out. Try. Yeah. Um, like, I <clears throat> approaching this, I would love to do a dream cast of like if in the future when you can computer animate people from yeah. their past performances, yes. like David Bowie, Mick yeah. Jagger, oh. Aretha Franklin, just like that of would all be these good huge, uh, huge politically important rock stars just doing hair, I think yes. would be a great mix. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And if you couldn't. <laughs> CGI cast. Who would you put in there? Uh, Nathan Lane, of course. Of course. <laughs> <Playing> <laughs> and Audrey <laughs> McDonald. Doing what though? John Lithgow. <laughs> John Lithgow. <laughs> John Lithgow. Is that a hair pun? <laughs> it wasn't, but now <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah. You did that to yourself. <laughs> Zane now hates himself. <laughs> um, anybody else, guys? I'm kind of like a loss for words for a lot of the women in the cast. Yeah. So, like, because I know you'd you'd have to do mixed media for for those guys. I would. I know the the 2009 cast Australian cast has Pauline as Dion, who which is doing. She's doing. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm interested to see what she brings to the table. Um, because for memory, I know she would be doing um, Aquarius and then let the sun shine in at the end. Yeah. Um, just seeing someone with the pipes for that, but there's. She can definitely sing it. She could definitely sing it, um, which is good for what Dion does because she basically sings the songs and ticks off for the rest of the musical. I don't know. She sits down and she bees and then she sings <laughs> oh, the end of the song. Um, um, Esther Dean from Pitch Perfect. 
Uh, she played she Cynthia the- Rose. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I would love to see her to see her in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can never remember her name. What's she from? She sings the one good song from Greatest Showman. Kia Kia Settle. Yeah. She is phenomenal. Yeah. I it's I've just re-listened to Waitress realising now that it's her. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I had the opposite way around where I w- listened to, to Waitress and was like, oh, wait, this is Greta Sherman. Oh, it's her. Beautiful. Yeah. I reckon she would be a good Jean, which is she's the girl who um, sings Air and she's yeah, kind of yeah. like, oh, I got I got knocked up by a quote-unquote speed junkie and then like having that, the lighter side, but then like really hitting you hard yeah. with that yeah. um, stuff there. I think Darren Chris would be great. I think Darren Chris would, would be great in it. Excellent in it, this or show. Or actually, just anyone who who's played Hedwig. Yes, could be would be great in it. So Michael C. Michael C. Hall, Patrick Harris, Michael C. Hall. Yeah, the I guy who wrote Hedwig. <laughs> ah, what is his name? Um, we'll remember later. We will remember later. Off air, probably. Probably. <laughs> Put it in the I mean, we've thrown out a lot of work, a have, lot of names. We have. I think this is a great cast. Any others before we uh, wrap it up and talk about our top five list? Well, then let's play some music. I'm going to say top five notable nude scenes. Oh, that's what people remember from here. If not, <laughs> like the most notable nude yeah. scene. <laughs> that's how that's how it's like defined at the moment. Yes. Aside from being like, you know, the hippie musicals, like, yeah, there's yeah. the nude scene in it. That's the one yeah. thing people like are expected to see if not, if everything else goes at least completely even more experimental yeah. than it is. And I do love that they put it right at the end of Act 1 so that anyone who might be thinking of walking out will definitely go like, maybe there's more nudity in that. <laughs> or they go, yes, now is the yeah. time to leave. Yeah. <laughs> During the nude scene, they leave. Oh, dear. <laughs> what are the top five, guys? I think top five counterculture musicals. Yep. Um, I mm-hmm. can't think of very many. Yeah. Um, that are specifically counterculture. Like a lot of have like gone back, like Bloody Buddy Andrew Jackson is definitely counterculture, but it's counterculture to the nine, 1890s yeah. uh, mm. from the 1990s. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I would say apart from like counterculture, I have put like the, the experimental pieces, which is essentially the same I thing. That too. Oh, beautiful. Top five um, and also <laughs> controversial with the nude scenes as well. Um, but I was also going to go for like one of the top five tribe musicals as well, like alongside yeah. like um, Pippin and going yeah. with Godspell as yes, well. Yeah. I always find that um, uh, that in my mind, that hair and Godspell are kind of like linked together because it's a sim- similar premise of the like uh, we're gonna. Um, as much as I hate to say this for my for the for the drama viewers, like space jump, and we're doing this, and then we're yeah. doing this, and then we're doing this. Um, similar vibe. Yeah, it's very vignette-y, I guess. Yeah. Yes. In that sense. I guess also Man of La Mancha would fit into Stop that it. as well. Stop it. We don't speak of that. <laughs> I like Man of La Mancha and I will speak of it as much as I wish because I control the mute buttons. Not if I reach over here and just mute. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Any other top five? Uh, yeah, top, yeah, Jill. Top five musicals that encourage hair growth. <laughs> <laughs> This other, just other ones there. being Les Mis, they encourage a bit of chop action sometimes. Hairspray, <laughs> hairspray. Sweeney Todd, Sweeney, mm. Sweeney yeah, Todd. True. When I did See. Sweeney Todd. We all had to grow out our beard. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming mm-hmm. bloody bloody Andrew Jackson. <laughs> 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 Great, great top five. <laughs> great top five. Anything uh, else, guys? I think top five protest yep. musicals. Um, it's not like specifically protesting, but it's definitely comes down hard on the Vietnam War. Yeah. It definitely um, comes down. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I don't know what else, I guess Hairspray would be the only other specific protest, protest musical I can think of. Um, uh, Lame again, is? It's not a protest though. Uh, it is a riot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a I riot guess. and a giant revolution. Yeah. But they're also focusing yeah. on other things as yeah, well. It's not, it's not specifically protest. I mean, it has a revolution, and it, it, and yes. it's not specifically anti anything because apparently Javert's not a villain. Javert is not a villain. Okay, we're not having <laughs> he this throws discussion. Himself oh, off I know the bridge. Both on the same <laughs> yes, absolutely. He's he's he was doing his fucking job. I mean, I can't have this conversation well, on the air. Well, well, 
Hayley wow. just made this very explicit episode. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, hair was always going to be I explicit. We've said yeah. sodomy more than once. It's true. So. Oh my gosh. Oh my. Multiple I just times. wish everyone could have been here for Zane's face during that. <laughs> he got so excited. <laughs> He's like, someone made a mistake. No, no, no. I threw a Molotov cocktail <laughs> and just watched it. premeditated. And he watched my brain explode <laughs> as I was like, the poor guy is following process. <laughs> yes, he's process driven. We can't blame him for we that. We can't blame him for that. He was doing his job anyway. <laughs> Hair, the rock musical. Yes. Um, I would also like to say uh, top five like all star casts. Well, not yes. all star casts, but like big, big names, names that yeah. have passed through this this huge cast. names. Yeah, um, not only Diane Keaton, but even like if you count Elaine Page. If you count people who have recorded, you've got like Donna Summers yeah. uh, and like Liza Minnelli yeah. has recorded mm. hair stuff. Lots of big um, names. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of ridiculous the the impact and the people that have passed through it. Um, top five musicals to have number ones in on the on top forty yeah. mm. for a long time. They had one, two, three, and four, so I guess they win. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Top five single syllable titles. Oh, hair. hair. I mean, uh, oh, single syllable. Single syllable. I I mean, like it is called Hair, the All American Rock Musical. That is the full title. Yeah. But, who but people f- like does yeah. do know it as. Oh hair. no! Is it the only oh, one? Technicality. No. I hate to be that person. <laughs> Excuse me, you're actually incorrect on this thing. Here. It's in the same I've... list as Cats and Rent. <laughs> <laughs> it's got all the best ones. <laughs> and Emily and Big. Emily's not. Emily's two single. syllables. Oh, three Emily syllables. Is three. Uh, three syllables. Big is Big one. Big is one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he made one mistake and we're like, you're right. <laughs> I take back Zane knowing everything. Okay, I'm going to play some music Yeah, now. let's do that. <laughs> hey, Joel. Yeah, what? Are you doing anything at the moment you want to tell us all about? I am, <gasps> yes. What is it? Well, I'm in my first week of rehearsals for uh, a musical being at the Brisbane Powerhouse as part of Melt Festival yeah. known as um, Yank. Another one syllable Another one syllable word, yeah. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Um, what is Yank about? So it is a World War II love story. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes through uh, one, an 18-year-old lad called um, Stu and he yeah. gets drafted off to the Second World War and he gets taken there and finds love with people and obviously Aww. he is a, a gay man there and it just um, talks about the issues and people uh, of you know being gay within the army there yeah, when it was forbidden when it was, when it was forbidden. forbidden um so obviously part of the powerhouse's melt festival it is yes um where tickets on the powerhouse website they are yes brisbanepowerhouse.org.au where ladies and gentlemen you will find it there <laughs> i didn't even have to look that one up. Mm. Um, but definitely come because it's shaping up to look really good. Um, it has a really great cast. It does. You are in it. I know, right? You want us to tell, tell us about? Or? I mean, aside from that, I'm going to do another contract, which is going for, for school soap. So nothing that is for the public. But mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to be doing for the next couple of months there. Just to so let you know. Amazing. Just to let you know, guys, I'm really busy. <laughs> I'm really busy and <laughs> important. Guys. So if you yeah. would like to see Yank, you can jump on the Powerhouse website. Um, I think it also has an Instagram. It has an Instagram, which would be under Study Productions as yeah. well, which is the production company. Um, Amazing. You can find it on Facebook. There's events. Yeah. We'll, we'll link some stuff in the show notes. If you would like to find us, there are so many ways you can do that. You can find us on Facebook at Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. We have a website, www.that'snotcanonproductions.com forward slash M-T-M-E-I-K. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Musicals Teach Me. You can join the ranks of the other people who have sent us emails to which I have responded to <laughs> and I'm so excited. Um, email us at Musicals. Musicals teach me. Oh no! Musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to see Zane do some fun things like sing and dance the Necronomicon, 
then you need to become a patron on our Patreon. Specifically, account. you and 990 other people. Uh, need to no, no, we are so very there's close no. to this happening. Yeah, um, there's like 10 people left. That's like, it. <laughs> If you, you get on it today, you it's a very real it's possibility. It's a real thing. We will film it. It will be Patreon-only content, so yes. you will be the only people to see suit. it. In a morph suit. Why am I in a morph suit now? Because... You I mean, that just sold me my, um, to the Patreon. <laughs> so. It is one – you can – well, you can donate as much as you like, but the starting is one American dollar One month. American dollar is the lowest tier, it's and we lowest. have tiers up to 20, I believe. Yeah. I would highly recommend the $20 tier. <laughs> well, the $20 tier means that you get to be on a show with us. Pick a musical. Yeah. Yes. Pick a musical. There's other Patreon-only content, uh, mini episodes and whatnot that other people don't get to hear, so it's all very exciting. And if you would like to become a patron, just go to Patreon dot com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know but in order to keep giving you the people what you want we need to know what that is so if you jump onto iTunes um, subscribe rate review us let us know your thoughts let us know that you've listened to an episode yeah, be like, in your hey, review just I, give us the title of some musicals you want yeah. us to review or go on to Spotify and listen to every episode we've ever uploaded from start to finish. It's a lot. It's um, 130 And guess episodes. which ones Julie didn't do her homework for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> it's not all of them. It's most of them. You should send a list of ones where you know Julie zoned out on and then we will know I was that playing with listened. a cat. <laughs> I was playing with a cat for a good 20 minutes today. Um, and then tell all your friends to do the same so that we can keep making content that you enjoy listening to. But that is all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you to you, Zane, for being just the knower of all things. Apart from that one, one thing. thing. <laughs> Apart from that one thing that you, they would never let thank you. Thank you, Katie. I just, I just want to take a moment to say I never said I know everything. <laughs> you said I know I everything three times. <laughs> and last week as well, last week's episode, it's, always, it's also been mentioned. But do you, you deny it, though? That's the thing. No, I don't know everything. <laughs> there you go. Okay, cool. There's your sound. Now box. he denies There it. we go. And thank you, Julie. Oh, thank you for Katie. being here and just. Playing with, with the cat. cat. <laughs> <laughs> but an ultimate thank you to our very amazing guest, Joel. Thanks for coming thank back, Thank you dude. so much. Joel. It's been really like, – I was so excited coming here. I was just like, I get to do a hangout with my friends. I get to talk about music. <laughs> I was so excited when I found out Joel was coming tonight. She was. There was a twinkle in her eye that I've never seen before, guys. <laughs> we will see you next week. Bye. 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 should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your Castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best and Zancy Weber. Each week we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not, but hey, you're clever, you know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or any podcatcher of your choice. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.